right, everybody. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast. John Duncan here. And of course, I'm joined as always with my co-hosts, Darian Smith and Jimmy Marion. And guys, UAB does not get it done in Athens as they lose 49 to 21 to the number one team in the country. But there, we all agree that there are a, even though the score was very lopsided, there are still a lot of positives to take out of this game. But we'll get to that in a minute. But this, as always, this game recap and all game recaps this season are brought to you by Cahaba Brewing Company. And we are going to, you know, spotlight the Cahaba Blonde tonight, which is a really good just everyday beer, um, easy drinking. It's just 5.2%, super smooth. You know, I know folks that are actually going to the beach in the next couple of weeks. So get you a get you a couple packs of Cahaba Blonde to take out to the beach. Really smooth and great beach uh, beer to drink. But of course, but, oh, I, go, go say, I, I know you was probably about to bring it up, but I, th- I just thought that was the perfect segue right there because, you know, we finna go, we finna have this instant reaction of the Georgia game. But next Saturday, you know, versus Tulane, we got a big game versus Tulane, man. Mm-hmm. First game of the AAC, yeah. First game of the AAC, and we starting off against the big dogs. But catch us down at Cahaba Brewery. Y'all come come out and enjoy with the Blazer Victory Podcast. We would love to see y'all there and be with us. Man, I got a procedure that Friday, so I'm going to be kind of late coming there. (laughs) But but it's a difference between performing when you're flat out injured versus when you're hurt. I'm going to be hurt. And I, I and I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna show my blaze of pride like and we he's did still, today, baby. He's still gonna be there. Yeah, all three of us will um, be there, guys. Next Saturday, eleven o'clock is UAB battles Tulane. Come on down to Cahaba Brewing Company. They're gonna have pitcher specials. They're gonna have cocktail specials. Even if you don't drink, you know, come on down and just hang out with us and a bunch of UAB fans and. Especially after what we saw tonight, guys, uh, at UAB in Athens, like it, it, there's a lot of good things to talk about, and you know, hopefully UAB can translate that into their first game in the AAC next week, as as they start conference play against Tulane. But yes, thank you for the plug. Everybody, head down to Cahaba Brewing Company this Saturday. Get there a little early, maybe about ten fifty, um, just to make sure you get a seat. But they've got like twelve screens that this is going to be super nice and i know a lot of uab fans have been hammering for somewhere local to watch the game and there is no other place to do that other than cahaba brewing company so thank you cahaba again for sponsoring the podcast but also letting us co-host this event at your lovely establishment so guys definitely get there next saturday at 11 o'clock also on our Facebook, and I know a lot of you don't do Facebook, but there is a Facebook event. It, it kind of helps Cahaba let them know who all is coming. So if you plan to be there, make sure you check that I'm going or at least say that you're interested so they can make arrangements. But definitely next Saturday, 11 o'clock, Blazer Victory and Cahaba Brewing Company co-hosting a watch party for the UAB Tulane game. So this is going to be awesome. Y'all, I got to... Oh, go I got ahead, a Jim. baby blazer due in three weeks. I'm going to be there as long as no. that baby ain't delivered that morning. No excuses. I was no about to say excuses. no excuses. That would be <laughs> but yeah, I feel like we're here at Blazer Pod. It almost feel like 
the people that listen to us, the Blazers that listen to us, and feel like we're family. We're an intimate group here. And um, we love you guys. And we, we know the love that y'all show us. So we just want to be able to experience this together, like all of us together for the first time. So please go to Facebook and, and mark that you're going for that event. And let us be together. And we're going to hopefully celebrate a big victory for the Blazers Saturday. Yes, sir. Well, guys, let's go ahead and transition into what happened tonight in Athens against the number one team. And, you know, I, I know if you're listening and you you didn't watch the game and you're just looking at the stats, it might not look too pretty. Again, 49-21 the result. But, Darian, I'm going to let you start because we were all in agreement in our text thread that there are a lot of positives to take away from this game. And I'll throw it to you, Darian. Man, you don't want to throw it to me first. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm over here drinking a little bit, you know, and I, I got I got so many things that I want to hit because I'm so effing proud. I'm so proud. The fight the, was there, bro. The, 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 fight, the was fight, the fight, the the mental fortitude, like a lot of the plays that we got beat on. It wasn't because of a bust. We had a bust here and there especially on those long passes that they missed. But I think, ironically, they ended up scoring TDs on those drives anyway, so whatever. But uh, we were, we were like, on a string today. You know, we were fighting. We were competing. We had pride. Pride is the word. And that's, the, that's what I challenged the players to have. We had a horrible, disastrous showing last week. But for them to come out against the number one team in the nation on the road, full chalk, full of five stars, and to compete the way we did with the young guys that we have, I can't, I can't be more proud. But I'm, I'm gonna throw it to Jimmy because I can go on a rant. Now I got a whole bunch of positives that I want to point out, but I'm gonna let Jimmy take it from here. Yeah, I mean, the first thing that stands out is for anyone that is looking at the score and seeing it as lopsided. The I don't know where the line ended up, but it was hovering around 40, 41, 42 for different parts of the week. And yeah, we lost by whatever it was, four touchdowns. But there's a lot of things that we'll break down further in the in the film review. Plug our Patreon here real quick um, later on this week. But there's a lot of things, in my opinion, that we can take away. You just look at us offensively and you know, last week, we're not going to look too much back at the Louisiana game, but we just couldn't get things going. Um, and for us to put up 336 total yards offensively, 21 total points against, again, the number one ranked team on the road, which is more than any other team has put up on Georgia this season. You, you guys got to consider the fact that Georgia's played three teams this year and the combined points offensively that have been put up by those three teams against Georgia's 24 total points. We scored 21 uh, this evening in that game. So, Kudos to them. Some other things that really stand out for me is that we protected the football. One turnover for UAB. And we know that's been somewhat of a bugaboo for this UAB team this season. And we forced three. Uh, I want to give an early shout out to someone that I was really pleased with in this game. Someone that's really worked hard on special teams and really worked his way into the rotation. Got some carries there at the end of the game. Lee Beebe. Uh, two fumble recoveries in this game. Some big moments for him. And... Uh, Really, when you look at the penalties, four penalties, 29 yards uh, in that type of environment with 90,000 plus fans. Uh, we had a critical 15 yarder pass interference on that first drive that was on a third and 13 that was 
you know, troublesome. But for the most part, uh, the team kept their composure. They kept the fight throughout the game. And last thing I'll say real quick before we toss it back over is that Coach Dilfer talks about a revealing uh, players reveal themselves. Guys, we had a player reveal himself tonight. Amari Thomas, what a damn game. I mean, Ooh, that was exceptional yes. to see um, the Birmingham native. Again, I think back to him choosing UAB over some Power 5 opportunities. And uh, aren't we lucky to have him uh, as a Blazers? Shout out to Amari Thomas. I am beyond excited to see what this guy is able to do as a Blazer, not just this year, but for the remainder of his career. Hey, Darren, you better jump in. We've been telling them, haven't we? We've been telling them. Hey, we, 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 we told them before a game was ever played about Amari Thomas. Yes. We saw him in practice, and we saw what he was doing. And then we talked to the staff, and we talked to other players on the sideline, and they was all telling us, like, hey, he's really that deal. So whatever we got to do to keep this man, we need to keep him, and we need to just – put a whole bunch of blazer pride into him because we probably can't have the NIL money that Bama probably will try to toss at him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, maybe he'll he, – hopefully he'll stick around because, man, what a game. And just a true freshman in that environment, going out there and revealing himself in that way. And he was he was beating coverages one-on-one. I talked a lot about a lot of the players just having personal pride. I want to start with the offensive line, man. Good job, Will Parker. He did really well at left left tackle. Luke Jones, a healthy Luke Jones, he looked totally different at guard right there. You know, um, we started Moran at right guard. It was one play that Moran got totally trucked and bowled over. But I, I tried to make a point on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it that that wasn't a mental mistake. That wasn't a, oh, I just messed up here. He made the guy physically dominate him. But what that did was it just caused the incompletion versus a sack. You see the difference? You know, make them prove that they are better than you. And I commend him for staying in there so long. And, you know, I think at right tackle, I think we had a revelation. I think when Quez, he got subbed, he got subbed in at right tackle, and he looked so much better at tackle than at guard. And I think we found our line. They, those guys held up against freaking Georgia. Against Georgia, you know. A lot of times we went empty. And, you know, if you know anything about football, empty is you don't have a running back to help you. And they held up, you know, the first, the first I tweeted, hey, don't go empty because we got a sack <laughs> in the beginning. But we kept doing it and it made me eat my words because we got some good plays out of that. Um, hey, Darren, before you jump away from the offensive line, I just want to share like a stat to share uh, regarding the offensive line. So when you look at that Georgia defense thus far this season, uh, in the first game, uh, Tennessee Martin, they they did have one sack and four tackles for loss. They had six tackles for loss against Ball State. They had three sacks and seven tackles for loss against uh, South Carolina this you know last week. Tonight, the UAB offensive line hang, you know hung in there for and only allowed one sack. They did allow five tackles for loss, but overall, when you think about where we came from and uh, you know the fact that what Zeno was he tackled or was he sacked? What was it seven times this past week? and only give up you know, one sack in this environment. I just wanted to provide some context there in addition to what your observations, because the stats certainly supported that. 
the stats supported, the eye test supported. I think we had revelations. Um, shout out to this coaching staff. You know why this game is important? Because it shows that our coaching staff doesn't quit. And they do analyze and they made significant changes, especially on defense. As y'all can see that we went to more of a traditional 4-3 look. And John, we looked totally different on defense in that 4-3. It looked we weren't we weren't busting as much. Like I said, we had the two long passes that that irked me. But other than that, on especially on the inside against the run, Georgia is a team. Georgia is easily the best offensive line we faced. Easily. And we held up pretty stoutly against their run. And we we tackled better in space. You know, I mean, I guess guys like Brock Bowers, I mean, he's arguably the best player in college football. He killed us two years ago. Think about that game two years ago and how we kind of just laid down, played conservatively, and just wanted to get out of there. No, we came out there wanting to get better, wanting to prove a point, having pride. We competed. You know, we had guys in one-on-one coverage. Um, who was that? It was like on the early third down. I think that was maybe D-Mac with a great uh, pass breakup, you know, to force a punt. We forced them to punt a couple of times, you know. Um, Ricky Lee at the end of the game, toward the end of the game with a great interception. What about our true freshman? Maquan Merriweather was winning battles. Proving he's winning battle battles against Georgia. This is a true freshman. I think he only had a couple of offers, small offers coming out of high school. And to be in the trenches on the inside, playing significant minutes and proving that you want to be out there and that you deserve to be out there. That means the world to me. And it should mean the world to all of Blazer Nation to see him competing and fighting. All those young guys we had out there, Russell, you know, we talked about Lee and Thomas and Fred Ferrier, sophomore. Like, all of these guys, um, Will Parker, sophomore. Like, we we return this whole team next year, basically. <laughs> like, you know, and a lot of guys that was making the plays were the young guys, you know. I'm so excited about the trajectory of this team. And if we build off of this, you know, one thing, one person I, I before I kind of transition, I want to shout out Sione to Alpha. Who I always butcher that. John, help me here. Talfa O. Talfa O. God, I was about to say two Alpha O. You know, he was he was very he was very criticized for his defense. And um, his defensive scheme and how we how we've looked, rightfully so, rightfully so. They made the necessary changes. Trent talked about making the changes and keep working, and they did that. They showed that, and that's the scheme that we ran today. Much better. Um, I want to see how we look in conference play. I want to see how we build off of this. I want to see how encouraged the players are when they. I think they proved something to themselves. And and I think it kind of um, provides some reassurance to them about the coaching staff. It's a new coaching staff coming from high school and all of this, right? Well, I think it, when you perform and you see it work like that against Georgia, the number one team in the nation, 
I think as a player, it does something to you to have belief in like, hey, maybe they do know what they're talking about. Maybe I do need to buy in. Right. So now now that you've seen the proof of, that it can work, if you listen and you buy in and you play hard. Now you say, hey, let's build. Let's let's we, we, we face the best the best team in the nation. It's not even the best team that you have played this. Of course, it's the best team they'll play this year. But this is the number one team in the nation coming off a national championship. Y'all played two, two national championships. Two national championships. Y'all played awesome against this team. You know, it was competitive. How about the disastrous, you know, we we was down 14-7. They score. We get the ball back, and it's a bad interception. You can't really be mad at that. That's just football. And then they score again because they have a short field. And even then, though, we, we forced them. We forced them to score. It ain't like we laid down. They made good plays. They call, is that is that the play where they called the? I, I'm not sure if they called the tight end throwback on that play, but it was a really good play. And they they scored. Well, at that time it's kind of like, well, let's just get into halftime. No. No, we pushed the ball downfield and scored. It was like under two minutes left, you know. And we and I'm I, that right there, that drive right there, I I think would prove to be so important because we didn't we didn't just lay down against Georgia. We said, nah, we finna come out here and fight. We're going to score and get the ball back in the second half. And we probably didn't score in, in the second half um, when we got the ball back, but. It's just the fact that we had the freaking balls and we had the the pride to go out there and say, well, we don't care. We don't care who you are. You know, we're, we're the Blazers and we we believe in ourselves. Right. So I'm just proud of the fight and the resolve. And we shown that we can really bounce back from having an ugly one of the ugliest weeks in football and UAB football history. We bounce back really well. Right. And. And real quick, Darian, uh, <laughs> that drive, but to end the half, I really think that Trent got ticked when Kirby called that timeout. He was like, oh, okay, you're going to call a timeout? Oh, okay. We're gonna, and then that just motivated them to to just do even better and hurry up. Because I really do think – I know the announcer said it, that I think Trent was kind of content to just go to the half. Um, but after that timeout, whew, <laughs> marched right down the field to get that TD. Um, but, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, and, you know, and, you know, John – in, in his um, press conference, he talked about having the edge. He talked to you about it. Yes he, yes. he said he felt like he lost the edge. He needed to find that edge. I felt like Trent found that edge this game. We went for it on fourth and one. From the 30-yard line, too, right that <laughs> from Ooh, third, From our 30-yard line. Yes, yes. Y'all remember we punted against UTSA. Oh, you ain't got to bring that up, dude. <laughs> but no, 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 no. No, I'm just saying, like, the balls and the belief you've shown in your players to run the ball yeah. against Georgia in fourth and one, and we got we got it. You know, we got it. You know, Skulls reached out, you know, and it was clear that he got it. And to me, as a player, when a coach showed that kind of confidence in you, he shows that belief in you and you reward that staff. That those are critical plays that you can build off of. We saw some some sheer tackling. We haven't seen sheer tackling at all this year. 
I think we made some changes um, at linebacker. I saw Michael Moore playing on the inside song. Um, I saw Miller playing back at safety more, you know, I like I saw some changes in personnel, but I saw some changes in scheme that I think really, really fits this team really well. And I think they responded. They responded to those changes. And it's something that we definitely can build off of. And I would like to see us build off of that against Tulane. You know, I would say this Georgia was kind of vanilla against us. Um, but then I think when they saw that we weren't laying down, it was like, all right, guys, we need to be more than just we couldn't. They couldn't just run the ball down our throat. They couldn't do all that. You know, they couldn't do that stuff that many, including me, and I can say us, I can say us. I think they, we all thought that, hey, they just finna run the ball. They finna do this and do that. They didn't. We actually wrapped up. We made them work. We we got them to third down a lot of times, right? And, you know, some, a lot of times, unfortunately, we didn't come, we didn't get off the field, but we, competed we made them work for it i can't be more proud let's let's talk about those defensive changes real quick guys um so darian alluded to earlier but they did go into a more traditional four three and tackling was a lot better they looking and i can't wait to jump into the after review on the patreon um in a couple days to review the film but looking tonight the guys just look more comfortable in this fit um and, and I just want to emphasize, too, for our listeners, like this is literally just one week of putting this change in and you kind of see. So when Darian is saying like he can't wait to see it next week when we start AAC play, he's right. Like the more they do it and the they're going to get even more comfortable because face it, guys, that tackling we saw last week against Louisiana was God awful, like God awful. But tonight. That's pretty good. Now, yes, Brock Bowers bowled over some guys, but that's Brock Bowers. UAB is not going to face a Brock Bowers again. Probably never, hopefully. But, <laughs> I mean, but you, you got to just, you know, see the progress. I know when we recorded last week, you know, I mean, that, that was just a bad game, a terrible game, that you really can't take any positives out of the game other than the the freshmen coming in there fighting towards the end. Other than that, scrap the freaking Louisiana film. But I think that we can take a lot of positives out of playing the number one team in the country. Hey, John, Jimmy. What's I it? think I think building on this, we can beat Tulane. We have a shot to beat them. If we build off of this, I'm not going in there for a more victory against them. I saw them struggle against other miss. I'm not going. I'm we're going in to win the game. And I expect the way we fought today, I expect our guys, they showed it. They they literally just showed it to us. I I, I expect them to go in expecting to win versus Tulane. Oh yeah. I mean, no doubt. Um I mean, and especially being in a set, like an early Saturday morning game too. Like maybe you can catch kind of Tulane, kind of overlooking UAB. Um, but but I will say, you know, we'll get into the Tulane preview in a few days. But I do know for a fact their defensive line is pretty nasty too. Not mm-hmm. near as nasty as Georgia's, but they probably got one of the best defensive lines in the group of five. And I hate using that term, by the way. 
Um, <laughs> but but definitely, hey, maybe maybe Tulane will go out on Bourbon Street Friday night and, <laughs> and wake up. Eleven a.m. kick yeah. is early nah, in New Orleans. No, 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 no. Forget all of that. No, nah, forget all of that. They're gonna be focused. They're gonna be ready to play <laughs> the Blazers, and they're gonna be. They're going to come, and they're going to give their 100%, and we're going to give our 100%, and we're going to win. I want them at their best. I, as a competitor, you want them at their best. Like, nah, forget all of that. You know, maybe we catch them. Nah, nah, we catch them at their best, and we're going to be at our best, and let's see who wins. I got I got belief that we can we can do something with what we've shown today, the fight that we've shown today, the changes that we've shown today. Let's, let's – Let's believe in our team that we can just be better than them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 100%. And I did look real quick. It looks like Michael Pratt did play for Tulane tonight, so he is mm-hmm. back. Um, but, Jimmy, I, I want to give you a chance to respond on the defensive uh, performance tonight. What, what did you see from the defense? Yeah, we talked about on the preview, right, we wanted to be in positions to make plays, and I thought there was certainly a step in the right direction. Uh, I agree. It's good to see some of the – schematic changes uh here just within the last week and seeing some of that pay off and i mean some people might be listening to this and saying you know well hey georgia put up what was it close to 600 total yards but again you have to keep everything to perspective we did the same thing uh 500 plus yards for louisiana this past week and they're not georgia so everything deserves to be placed in the context and so when you look at this holistically where we were a week ago we weren't talking about Hey, let's go into Tulane, into you know Bourbon Street, and steal a victory from Tulane. We we're talking about where where do we see a victory on this UAB football schedule, and that's just how quickly things can change. And that's kudos to the team and to the coaching staff. I thought Ike Rao uh, had a good game. I thought he had some physicality. He finished some tackles, which was good. Uh, he was credited with eight tackles, which I would envision is a career high for him. Uh, there was a couple of plays y'all mentioned it earlier about some some other tackles. We had some. Uh, guys that we certainly flipped that tried to hurdle us. Uh, we're going to let them disrespect us like that. B.J. Mays, I thought, played a, a pretty good game upon first view, and he almost had the pick six, which would have been a monumental play uh, for him. And, you know, I look at some guys like Nakia Eason, who I was happy to see get involved early on. Uh, Chris Bracey, who came in late uh, there in the fourth quarter and made some plays, two tackles. And Darian mentioned it earlier uh, about Myquan Merriweather, uh, a guy who was lightly recruited and uh, who came to UAB uh, from the Columbus, George area, I believe, uh, if memory serves me right, and uh, loved hearing the ESPN announcer give him a shout out. And that was before Georgia started subbing in uh, their guys where McQuan Merriweather, and we didn't mention this name earlier, Amon Smalls, who has not played this entire season, got into the game. And they were in the game uh, on that defensive front uh, on multiple possessions together. Two true freshmen right there in the interior defense for UAB. It speaks to the uh, high ceiling and the in the good future there on that defensive line uh, going forward. So overall, I was pleased to see. Uh, the only thing, you know, special teams wise, you know, I think we still have quite a lot of work to do uh, in the field position battle. Some of that was, uh, you know, offset this evening. Again, we mentioned BB earlier with the fumble recoveries, but by the forced fumbles on special teams to flip things a little bit. So overall, I was pleased with the defense, though. And it was great, too, to see Emmanuel Waller in there, too. I want to give him a shout out. Played well. Um, We had just about everybody. It was Tyler Thomas. Waller came in. Jonathan Allen. Bracey. All the the young guys, uh, some of which had not really played at all this season, 
uh, were able to get in there late. But special, special shout out to Smalls and, and Mike Merriweather who were in there getting quality reps against, again, the number one team in the country even before they're in the fourth quarter. I think even Ryan Donahue got in too, didn't he? Ryan Donahue, three-point <laughs> coming your way. <laughs> Let's transition to basketball season real quick. <laughs> Darian, I'm going to throw it to you. If you. Do you have any more parting words, or do we need to wrap this? Yeah, still dealing with a little fussy baby here. Oh, she's she's just we, excited. No, she's excited. That's okay. She's excited about the game. That's all. Ain't that right, baby? But um, I want to just tell people – and I've I, I harped on this last time. It's like, listen to all the young guys, especially like up front, that you guys just named out. And think about this team, man. And how can you not be excited for this team? Whatever happened this year, what I saw today was growth, right? So, and I can't, I've already went over to all the guys that we have, like red shirt, and that's not even playing. So they get good quality experience. The starters here get the starters that's in the game. We got we had a lot of sophomores and redshirt sophomores and juniors. We return this whole team, and I don't want to harp on next year so so much, but it's the truth of the matter. It's like we're just really really young this year to see us compete and fight like that, and knowing the depth we'll have next year and how how well we've done in recruiting. Shout out to Jimmy how well we've done in recruiting this year. Those guys we get off of red shirt, you know, shout out Daniel Harris that I'm so ready to see him play. Um, I can not be excited and just pumped up for what this, what this staff is building. I, I see the vision now. I really do. And um, if those young guys can come in and compete like they did today and we can build and just continue building Shout out to the vets. Shout out to the guys, the schools and the the Fairbanks, all those type of guys, you know, for accepting the challenge. Because I, I can tell you, as far as being on the team, you don't come out there and compete like that without the vets demanding that. So that's leadership. Shout out to the guys that's been here and that's that's willing to persevere and fight. I can tell you this much. We played better than Colorado did. Right. <laughs> That's right. So, so, guys, like, just be really and Jimmy. I mean, uh, John, I, I get to this point. I'm going to tell you, I hate to put this on you because I know this is the free show. But uh, I hate to put this on you, but just go ahead and bleep, bleep this out. But I just want to fire up the fan base. But be proud of this team. Being proud of this offensive line. Be proud of this staff, like get behind this movement that we have going on. I think it's going to be special. Making me work, man. Working on a, a late night. too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I, hey, listen, and, and don't just don't just edit it out. Just put put the bloop sign like it's MTV in the old days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy, go ahead and send us out, man. Hey, Blazer Nation, just blaze. <laughs>